Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. What? 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 Happy, happy hour, everybody. It's This is the last happy hour before we vote, before the midterms. And we got Kimberly Johnson, right? Just a, just a ball of positivity and light and love. And, and then we have, yes, and girly giggles. Yes. And then we have Ali Velshi, the bald-headed prophet of doom. So there's something for everybody in this week's happy hour. Yeah. The fate of the country hangs in the balance. Yes. Ali was great about talking about he's reported all over the world mm-hmm. on autocracies and fascism and how important this election is. And also there were a lot of jokes. There were, were. Jo- yeah. there were jokes and there was a lot of laughter. And Kimberly Johnson is hot, hot, hot. I mean, smart, smart, hot, funny. Hmm. All right. Enjoy- <laughs> she has some fiery political takes. Yeah. Yes, here they are. And she's hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Happy. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Oh, hi, Kimberly Johnson. (laughs) Hello, Stephanie Miller. I love that you're like one of the (laughs) smartest girls in the world, but you do a blonde hair and you just pretend you didn't know what you're doing so Bob Seska (laughs) could come in wearing shorts and fix your tech. (laughs) I just wanted him to come in so you could see him in the shorts. Uh You got to see Bob Seska in shorts. Great great gams. Great gams on that guy. Nice nice pins. He does. He has great legs. 
tell them we said nice, <laughs> nice pins. Um, <laughs> well, happy Halloween. We were saying, happy uh, Halloween. yeah, it's, I'm feeling uh, dark humorish because it's just, <laughs> it's depressing, right? Between Elon yeah. Musk and the uh, Pelosi attack, it's just, and the yeah. awfulness that has ensued on social media yeah. that I guess we could have predicted. I, I, I can't believe I'm still shocked by how horrible people on the right are, but it, here we are, I right? Know. Yeah, it gets worse every day, and they do shock me because it, you know we're not we're used to their policies and the the wink wink nudge nudge with whatever it is racism bigotry misogyny etc. But they're just saying it. I mean, a couple of I don't know who they were. I can't remember because I see it and I scroll real fast. But there were a couple of Republicans that made jokes about um, Paul Pelosi getting hammered, and yeah. it's so disgusting. I can't yeah. I can't believe it. I know. I know. No, I, I, uh, I, like I was saying, there's that moment where you think, oh God, will this finally shock anybody's conscience? Right. But then you think yeah. like if January 6th didn't, what, mm-hmm. what is going to? And this is mm-hmm. just a continuation of January 6th. I was saying to yeah. Chris, the minute it got reported, I'm like, oh my God, that's exact same thing we heard on January yeah. 6th. That creepy, where's Nancy? Nancy, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I, yeah, I don't know what, what, like you say, I don't even know what to say anymore. It, it's because it's not it's, just the, it's, the it's not the lunatic fringe. It's Ronna McDaniel. Right. It's Glenn yeah. Duncan. It's whether it's jokes or it just, I, I, you just think, do these people really just not have any conception of that that was their father or grandfather? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it boggles the mind. You just wonder how can they, I don't know, how can they be that way? And it's like, they just keep getting worse. I think I was, everybody had this false sense of security when Biden was, you know, yeah. inaugurated. And unfortunately, it just seems like it's getting worse on that yeah. side. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about, of course, Don Jr. tweeted this, you know, re- horrible thing with the Halloween costume. And I, you know, I literally, I, yeah. I've said this before. I've never said I hate anyone. I hate Donald <laughs> Trump. I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so do but I, yeah. I have to say, I wouldn't want him to be hit in the head with a hammer. I wouldn't be like, right. yay. He got, I mean, right. it's just, there is yeah. something, we've just, something's, something has gone horribly awry. And I don't know what we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> they just then threw a bunch of homophobia on top of right. the horrible violence against an elderly man. He is yeah. not gay. Exactly. This yeah. was not right. a lover's spat. But they throw that as homophobia on top of yeah. all the other awfulness, right? Yeah. And people just, they glom onto it because they want to believe it. They want to believe it's true. And I just think of people in my family who are brainwashed and would yeah. go with that that gay lover thing just because it's what they've heard and they're like yeah i want to believe that so i'm just gonna say it yeah whether it's true or not yeah yeah um speaking of the whole twitter cesspool you said if you do choose if you choose to leave twitter i understand but please don't shame people who aren't leaving you have no idea why someone may stay and you don't make the rules mm-hmm. you're not the morality police uh the scoldy <laughs> purity crap doesn't work um i'm again for now i'm with the people that are saying i'm not ceding ground I'm staying yeah. and fighting. Well, a lot of us are on Twitter because this is where, you know, we have a big platform and this is, it's not Twitter where we earn our income, but Twitter helps us right. with our income. And so if your income is tied to a social media site, it's not like you could just pick up and leave. And there is somebody very specific who came and trolled me, who is, by the way, still on Twitter, going around trolling all these people, going, you're still on Twitter, and you're choosing. It's like, so are you! Yeah. <laughs> you're still right. on Twitter right. shaming well, me! And you said <laughs> so many of the racist, misogynist trolls are anonymous and cowards. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. you also said, so free speech means anti-Semitism is A-OK with Musk. This site will become a hole very soon. Uh, I'm here for now. I mean, I think, right. you know, like you say, first of all, not right before the midterms. Don't don't right. seed the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will say this, just a quick little thing. I am talking right now, and I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm talking with a man who is building a new site, and there are features on this site that are unique and not like copycats of Twitter. Yeah. So... You know, right now I'm in the process of, you know, getting some other people on board to give feedback. I don't know if it's going to be viable, but it would be a beneficial thing. And I hope that what winds up happening, you know, I mean, somebody posted that picture of Tom from MySpace the other night on Friday. And I just thought, you know, that makes me feel better (laughs) because what was popular at this one point in time is now, you know, like history Twitter could be the same if it does turn into yeah. the you know the s hole that we all expect it to turn yeah. into. Oh look, she learned not to swear on the, the big morning. <laughs> I know that was you. like that's so cute. We practice s hole. Okay. <laughs> you know we were saying though it is crazy. This guy, of course, it's all mixed together. It's election denier. Mm-hmm. You know, d- vaccine, whatever. Right? Yeah. Like you know, anti vaxxer miss QAnon. And then they come then up with another crazy back. conspiracy theory about the gay thing right. to to, oh, right, to not yeah. take responsibility for right wing rhetoric that is causing real exactly. violence over and over. I mean, you tweeted about scientists fear new COVID strains are deadly, just like the 2020 wave. And you just said, yay, it keeps getting better, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> because of that, because we will there is such a large segment now of the population that will not get vaccinated. That That's yeah. why. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Although I will say, I think it was that article in particular that said if you've gotten the bivalent shot, the yeah. latest, that it does help protect against that. So it's not yeah. like people are going to be dying who got vaccinated. Well, but still. It's, but like it's 6% of us there. have the bivalent. I mean, six, yeah. isn't that what it was, Travis? 6% of the population so far has gotten the bivalent. I mean, it's it's depressing. Wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got it. Um, by the way, did you see uh, Chris Christie was in one of, of the one day uh, Sunday shows mansplaining to an entire panel of women how abortion doesn't matter and will not yeah, be a factor I, I, in this midterm? And it took everything I had not to. You know, it's funny because about when Bob and I really first met, it was because of that <laughs> picture of Chris Christie. In oh, with his, his, his mangina. <laughs> his mangina. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And the baseball I pants. <laughs> yeah. But I refrained, and I did not post that. But, yeah, of course. I mean, I just love the men. First of all, we heard all these men telling us, oh, they're never going to get rid of Roe. Stop being hysterical. And then they get rid of Roe. And now men are telling us, oh, nobody cares about that. Yeah. Oh, I want want to throw something in here, and I think this is a good point. Bob and I are watching on Showtime. It is the Lincoln Project. It's a documentary about the Lincoln Project. And Uh it's actually quite fascinating. And there's this one woman... She's conservative, and this was in 2020. This was because of the Amy uh, Barrett confirmation that she said her conservative women friends who are fiscally responsible, whatever, uh, the fiscal people uh, who are basically, you know, for getting an abortion uh, if, if they want one, they were all worried. So these are conservative women. This was way before they killed it. So I, I think that's actually, for us, a good sign, because I think there's going to be more Republican women that we realize yeah. that are going to be either not voting at all or voting for Democrats. Yeah. I got I, Well, I have to, just as a public service, I'm going to have to read you exactly what happened on this. Chris Christie told a panel full of women, uh, Sunday, their right to an abortion does not matter. <laughs> oh, my God. 
comes to the 2020 midterms. Uh, Senator Heidi Heitkamp said abortion is important. Voting issue, even if it's not number one in the polls, uh, it is, said host Martha Raddatz. It's number three in the polls. And you've also got 62% saying it should be legal in all or most cases. How do Republicans square that? Christie said, I don't think they square it. And I don't think it matters. Um, I mean, look, oh my you know, it's the third issue, but it's three and a half times less important than the economy in this race. And I think Democrats have made a serious strategic error. Um, Kimberly, I have been saying since day one, I disagree. I think there is going to be a pink tsunami, as you were just saying. Yes, I, I, me I mean, too. I mean, and if anything could make it worse, it is a man mansplaining. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And then the image of Chris Christie in that outfit just comes flooding back into my mind. Yes, he's mansplaining to us about... Okay, Bert, uh, I'm not going to say what okay. I wanted to say because okay. I would have gotten in trouble. So <laughs> he's mansplaining to us about our own bodies. Right, right. So, Were you going to say vagina? Because you can say that. You can say vagina. Yeah. I know. You and know I said I mangina, yeah, which is what gonna, he has in baseball pants. Use... <laughs> you can even say the word dildo if you want. <laughs> I can say what? When I saw Chris Christie in, in baseball pants, I was like, can men have camel toes? Um, <laughs> no, <that's it. laughs> okay. no, I stopped myself from saying the F word. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. Thank well, you. We, we appreciate it. We thank you. <laughs> so does the FCC. Um, you also tweeted, I love how you framed this. You said, pro-abortion is simply being in support of the procedure. It doesn't mean people treat it like it's fun. That is a right-wing trope. And, you know, the piece uh-huh. you wrote is just so good. I just, speaking of seeding ground, whether it's on Twitter, I hate having to, like, oh, you know, rape or incest or whatever. It should be uh-huh. a woman's choice, period. We yeah. keep trying to, yes. like, you were saying when Republicans say Democrats are pro-abortion, Democrats get defensive and insist they're not pro-abortion. By insisting they're not pro-abortion, they're telling the GOP they think abortion is a bad thing. They're talking, they're taking on the Republican definition and not the literal definition, being pro-abortion is the same as being pro-choice. There's no difference, right? Mm-hmm. I, it, this, yeah. I mean, I'm reading, I'm reading what you comment. wrote to you, so I assume that you are going to agree with it. But <laughs> and, and somebody commented on that saying, oh, we're not pro, and it was a Democrat, we're not pro-abortion. And, right. and again, it's like you're taking on, I remember when Rush Limbaugh, you know, called Sandra Flick a slut for three days on his radio program. And then, you know, this woman that I know created Rock the Slut Boat, and everybody kept screaming at us. And it's like, no, we're taking it back. We're not allowing them. Yeah, and it's like the word Yankee. I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. We're going to make fun of you. We're going to wear that as a badge of honor. And it's like, I refuse to let the right wing set the narrative. Yeah, every time I speak of you, I say, What? She's a slut. (laughs) But I mean a Bob Seska slut. And is there a better kind of slut? I don't think so. Are we all Bob Seska sluts? Yes. I think so we are. Before we got you on the air, um, Stephanie said that this is pretty much the only hour when you're not having refrigerator sex with Bob Seska. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 20, yeah. it's all the time, See? except for when I'm on the show with you. Exactly. She, con- she confirmed it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, <laughs> let me just read you to you real quick again. When Republicans say Democrats are pro-abortion, they're implying that Democrats encourage pregnant people to have abortions for no good reason. <laughs> this is not true, and we all know it implies that Democrats are aroused by the thought of abortion. Not true. It implies that Democrats become giddy over abortion procedures. Not true. When Democrats argue they are not pro-abortion because it sounds harsh, they hand victory to Republicans by basically admitting they feel abortion is shameful and yeah i mean i just first of all thank you hooray for you <laughs> but, but it really is it, we keep talking about being alpha liberals and that's part of it mm-hmm. is not apologizing yeah. yeah 
Absolutely. And I mean, I think it's, I think, you know, I've said this before, but it's like being pro-abortion is the same as being pro-colonoscopy or, you know, pro, it's pro-procedure. Pro-root canal. Like, yeah. Abortions <laughs> are fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. I, yeah. It said you said it, it means you appreciate that choice, that procedure. I mean, it. it yeah. Uh, I just. Yeah. I feel it in my bones. I really do. <laughs> Pink tsunami. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Ali Belshi. You're part of the MSNBC Exchange program. I'll be on Ari Melber later in exchange <laughs> oh, for getting you this morning. Good morning. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, you know, can I just say, if anyone has like a worldview, because you report from all over the world all the time, it's that, right? Uh, you know, Netanyahu is making a comeback. Um, uh, what's his name? Bolsonaro, thank God, just okay. lost. But it is this ongoing worldwide battle isn't it about autocracy yeah. fascism and there are a couple of standouts though in that so uh netanyahu mohammed bin salman who doesn't have to run for elections ever vladimir putin who doesn't have to run for elections ever uh and xi jinping we have uh a few people here who are in a much better position if donald trump were to win the election and donald yeah. trump it now looks like will declare that he's running for president on according to some sources on november the 14th mm. um, so th there are people who are setting up for it, right? So Saudi Arabia and Iran got together to cut oil production, to increase oil prices right before an election to hurt Democrats. And because they would like to hurt Democrats and they'd like Donald Trump in power. Yeah. Netanyahu, facing indictment and all sorts of things, uh, wants to be prime minister of Israel. Looks like that's actually going to happen. And uh, have never had a better friend, friend than Donald Trump. So there's, there's two the themes going on in the world. There's a general lurch to the right, but not just the right, toward fascism, toward all these things. And I think a lot of people don't understand that having the vote does not guarantee you democracy, right? Iran has a yeah. vote. Russia has a vote. All these people vote. Um, but there's this lurch to the right. And then there's a there's a bunch of people in the world setting up for Donald Trump to regain the top spot as the anti-democratic guy in chief. And that's a big issue. You've now heard a lot of Republicans talking about I don't know if we should spend this kind of money in Ukraine. Yeah. Kevin McCarthy said it. Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene said it. Uh, you know, so I, I am very worried that that is an abstraction to a lot of Americans. Right, we're dealing with the price of gas, and the price of food, and these are all very, very real issues with interest rates going up and inflation. But if democracy ends while we're worried about that, it's yeah. going to be a problem. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess one of the shocks was that Bolsonaro didn't, <laughs> didn't Unbelievable. Concede, right? You're like, wow. I was not <laughs> expecting Bolsonaro to step aside and say, hey, we lost. Yeah. I know you're upset about it. Don't block the roads. Let the commerce get through. Let the government. I mean, I was fascinated that that happened. That is the possibly one of the only hopeful things that's happened in the last six years in democracy. That yeah. Bolsonaro lost an election and accepted that he lost the election. Yeah. Yeah. Which puts him above Trump. Okay, which is I don't know what to say. Anyway, um, you know, I like to complain about the media, and I, I like to use you as a target because you're easily tricked into coming on the radio. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just read a Robert Reich tweet, but it's so true, Ellie. Uh, he said, "Memo to the media: Stop mentioning inflation's at a forty-year high without mentioning that corporate profits are at a seventy-year high." No. I mean, and again, I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame the media for everything, but the framing is ridiculous, and it's totally part of right. what's I, driving I had a long me. talk with uh, with your friend Stephanie uh, Rule last yeah. night on TV about this, where we discussed the fact that, first of all, uh, inflation in America is not higher than it is in about 100 countries, including Mexico, Netherlands, Spain, Germany, France, the entire EU. Uh, so that's a little weird, because if you want to be mad at Joe Biden about it and the Democrats, that's cool. But do they run all of the world? So that's number one. And number two is... Uh, it, it's it's nobody's got a plan for it that's better than yeah. than the one we're using. And, and as a guy who's done economics for his entire career, almost thirty years now, I don't know the better plan. I hate this. There is no worse combination than inflation and the higher interest rates to solve inflation at this very moment, right? Yeah. Because if you're on a fixed income or you're you're struggling, you're getting hit two ways. If you're a person living paycheck to paycheck, you're getting less for your paycheck, but you may need to buy a car or you whatever has to happen to you is now more expensive than it was. So this is the this is the intersection at which is it's the worst. But if we get this wrong, we could end up with a recession, which is actually worse because what we saw this morning is there have been more jobs created in the United States. Wages continue to go up and we're still under 4% unemployment. So the, the economy writ large is actually pretty good. Right. People are still spending money. But but we have to stop inflation, and this is a problem. But, it's complicated. Yeah, Ali, that is what is crazy-making to me, is by every barometer, if you and I had talked two years ago, unemployment is half what it was. Yeah. All the yeah. indicators you just talked about, the fact that we would be saying, oh, it's going to be close, Republicans might win because of the economy, Right. That's not when, the answer. But Biden you might like a, Republicans for a lot yeah, of other reasons. Yeah. This is not one of them. Right. This and can't all, be one of them, but they're messaging well. well also, right, but that's what I'm saying, at least. We, I think I heard somebody was saying yesterday, inflation is not even like a word that normal people use. That's something that, right, right. like TV pundits and economists use. Yeah. That I just, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's it's become a discussion. So I, I, I've been traveling around the country, and I meet a lot of people for who, who say the economy is the number one issue. Now, that typically is the case in any election. But... In this particular case, they're talking about inflation and they're talking about Biden and the Democrats haven't done a good job on inflation. And when you peel the onion back a little bit, it's like, what do you mean by that? What has Biden done and the Democrats, what have they done to exacerbate or not solve inflation? Not only does nobody have an answer, they don't know what the Republicans would do differently because there's nothing that they would do differently. And what they once in a while, somebody ekes out a response that says that this um this this stimulus act that they they passed recently the one that was build back better and changed its name is 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 inflationary and the money that the government gave to people during covid is inflationary but republicans are going across the country touting that stuff yeah. touting the benefits that came to their um to their districts from it so you know everybody's talking out of both sides of their mouth on this one and it's just not honest i don't care whether you like 
Republicans or Democrats, you cannot pin inflation on America's Democrats or America's president. And I would have said this if Donald Trump were president. That's right. Yeah. Well, you were talking uh, before we got on air just about going around the country talking and what your sense is and talking to Republicans and just of the midterms in general. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Uh, so I was in uh, I, I obviously talked to Republicans in Pennsylvania a lot because I'm there a lot. And that's an interesting story because the uh, the, the Republican governor there is Doug Mastriano, Governor candidate yeah. is Doug Mastriano. And he's a he's a sort of a I, I've stopped calling them election deniers. They're liars. Mm-hmm. Right. He's an Thank election you. liar. Yes. Thank you. And uh, he's so extreme that mainstream Republicans in Pennsylvania are backing Josh Shapiro, who is probably going to uh, going to win in that election. Um, as you know, John Fetterman and, and, and Oz are neck and neck. But last night, Oprah endorsed Oz. Yes. Uh, and I don't know how Thank much you. of a difference that makes. Thank you for that. Can... Thank you for that timely warning about Dr. Oz. Oprah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the good news is that in rural Pennsylvania, it might matter yeah. that Oprah yeah, yeah. endorses Fetterman. Michigan, um, I met a number of Republicans. Their motivating factor is that there's an abortion question on the ballot, Proposal 3. And they there is a piece of misinformation spreading about that that included in that included in that making abortion constitutionally legal in Michigan is a provision to allow kids to have gender re, uh, reassignment surgery without their parents' um, yeah consent that's just not true that's an absolute lie and you could you could make that not true if you looked if you googled the thing for one yeah. minute but it's getting around there and people are believing it so it's motivating some republicans to come out and vote republican and vote against that proposal so there's a bit of a problem there they don't like the fact that th- these kooks tried to kidnap the the governor but they're not as resolute about the fact that that the republican party has gone off the deep end in arizona where the Republican gubernatorial candidate, by the way, both Arizona and Michigan statewide candidates are all election liars. But in Arizona, where Kerry Lake is polling much better than Katie Hobbs, the current secretary of state, um, I met Republicans who are who say we're Barry Goldwater's Arizona. We are John McCain's Arizona. We're conservatives, but we're independent thinkers. Um, We're not nuts. And we don't agree with any of this stuff, and this is disqualifying. The idea that you are an election Ironically, the tagline of, against Goldwater and my dad was, in your guts, you know he's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so th- I'm finding Republicans who are able to think about this in a meaningful way, who are actually, the people who are most against these election liars are the Republicans who are Republicans in their soul, right? They're, they're conservatives yeah. in their soul. They actually believe in an ideology, not a lawlessness, not a, a, a stupidity, not an election lie. And some of them will cast their ballot for Democrats, as Liz Cheney has asked them to do in Arizona. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You tweeted uh, Katie Hobbs. The midterms are a choice between sanity or chaos. I um, wonder where you come down on the her not debating thing. I was talking about politics, girl. I'm sure you've seen her on yeah. Twitter. It's terrific. Yeah. And, but she said, you know, her first instinct is, oh, she should. Why wouldn't she? Um, but her conclusion at the end is she she understands why she's not and, and supports yeah, that. Because, because this I, is, I, I understand it. Yeah. I'll say, look, at, let's look at the examples, right, of, of debates that work and debates that don't work. Um, Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, in my opinion, worked. Because Raphael Warnock didn't have to do anything. Herschel Walker, you could just stand on stage with Herschel Walker, and and that's all you have to do. Okay, so that yeah. worked, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think that uh, there's a guy running against Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. who you know normally there isn't even a candidate running against her, yeah. and he debated her. And I thought it's not going to win him any votes in that district, but I thought it worked because he came across as, hey, I'm a thoughtful, uh, interesting person. Yeah, Carrie Lake is on another planet. 
Yeah. Right. She's on another, and, like, and boy, very good energy. at television. She's as you great. know, she's high yeah. energy. Her rallies seem like rock concerts. I don't know. On one hand, you know, Katie Hobbs is a measured. She's exactly the person you want as the secretary of state. She's a measured yeah. person. She's careful. And talk she's about careful. talk about courage. I mean, the amount of death yes. threats she and her families yes. endure. Her endured. Endless she threats. has been in I a mean, place where they have a lot of extra guns. I, I, I think so, the politics zero point was basically it's like wrestling with a pig. You know, you both get yes, dirty, but the pig yes. likes it. You know, so I get it, but but I also feel like these these Arizona politicians are running away with um, with stuff because it's so easy to gaslight people now. Yeah. And that's so I, I I don't know and I don't want to I don't want to I, I don't want to second guess anybody's decision because I think it's offensive to to debate I think it's great to debate almost everything except lies right except the idea uh, what did, I, I was just talking to my boss yesterday and she said look there's there you might think the sky's blue and I might think it's yellow and we can debate that but we can't debate with somebody who doesn't think there's a sky yeah there you go Mary Lake doesn't think there's a sky well she just denied something that we saw on tape her making a joke about Paul Pelosi's attack. And yeah, she just said, no, nope, you didn't see what you saw. Which, by the way, is where I think that's where I think the most serious stuff is going. That, you know, if, if these guys were all uh, had names like mine, they were nice Muslim names and, and had these lone wolf attacks. We'd think that America's under attack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of so-called lone. None of these guys are lone wolves. They are they are politicized by something. They are radicalized by something. The FBI and others continue to say this right wing radicalism and extremism is the greatest threat we face right now. But when you combine that with politics, when you when you make a politician say, I'm not going to get in politics, I'm going to stay out of politics because it's a danger to my family. And then you extend that to perhaps journalists or anybody else in civil society. That's when terrorism wins. And that's how democracy slowly begins to die. They may never we may never lose our vote in America. We may just get scared to vote. We may just get scared to run for office. We may just get yeah. scared to be an election worker because that's what happens in Michigan and Arizona and Georgia and places like yeah. that. This is what, we, this is the abstraction of how democracy we have dies. Cross some democracy line. doesn't die because a dictator comes in. Yeah, yeah. we we have crossed some line, Ellie, that is not partisan. That where one party has decided that it's funny to joke about an 82 right. year old man being struck with a hammer to, until he needs brain surgery. In a country with people yeah. with weaponry who think they believe to, they belong to militias, who believe that there is some call for them to defend the government in some way, which is illegal in 48 out of 50 states and illegal in a, on a federal level, right? You are There's no business you have taking on the government's work of enforcing anything, including ballot boxes. If, if there is work to be done on behalf of the government that requires civilians, that is what the National Guard is for. You yeah. sign up for the National Guard and your governor activates you. Yeah. That's it. There's no if you're a bunch of guys with guns, you are a gun club and you cannot do the government's Thank work. You. So in Arizona, there were while I was there, there were guys sitting outside of a ballot box with guns and masks intimidating voters. That's how democracy arose. Thank you. Um, real quick before we go, because it's gotten very tense here at the Stephanie Miller show <laughs> pre-election. There's it's like a food fight and your family. Yeah. So you may get hit with mashed potatoes. But what do you think? It's going to happen in the midterms. I'm talking about early voting numbers, people that have already voted, where yeah. Democrats oh. are 3 million votes ahead of where they were in yeah. 2018, 2020. I think the indicators, in Georgia, I think, are very seeing, strong for Democrats, but you're seeing in Michigan, people. you're seeing it, you know, you're seeing it in uh, in Arizona, you know, places where there is early voting. Um, I'm not, I'm not hopeful. I will tell you that mm -hmm. I'm not hopeful. I, mm -hmm. I think this economy inflation message. Could, has could been you pass very, the mashed potatoes, strong. please? <laughs> She's going <laughs> to throw something at you, Allie. I, I, but but you know what? I with me, you can always be upside surprised. That's that's the good news. Yeah. I'll be I'll be working overnight all the way through on mm -hmm. Tuesday night, on Wednesday night, 
till we, you know, we, we, it'll be a while before yeah. we get everything. You'll be the last man on TV when the last storm last reporter gets blown but, up, blown but away. It's probably better for me because I've spent the last elect, few elections being more hopeful than I, I should have, and I'm just going to be All a right. little less. I'm going to say this is a good sign from the bald headed prophet of doom. All right. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. See you next time. Bye, friends. All right. There he goes. Thanks, Allie Velshi.